This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Yesterday, remember, we spoke to the Kudumani support group who are uh, once again have... Uh, you know, reached out to the Department of Justice and Correctional Services uh, about the matter on the matter of reparations uh, for the victims of families or the families of victims of apartheid era crimes. And one of the um, one of the communities that they mentioned in um, in that uh, 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 on that score, basically on talking about the matter of reparations, was a community of Swaneville, uh, which is out on Houtings One West Rand, out near Kruger's Dorp. Now it's it's one that not many people know of the history of uh, an incident that took place, uh, in a tragic incident that took place on the 12th of May 1991 in Swanville, uh, where a massacre occurred that led that left many people dead or disabled and their houses, cars and personal belongings destroyed by fire. Survivors and their family members still commemorate the day by holding a prayer meeting at a rock that they they use as a monument in the open field that was left after the massacre. Of course, the area was since abandoned. This took place when 90, in 19, the early 90s, of course, I say, in Qatar Freedom Party members and the AN, and the supporters of ANC uh, who attacked community members who were supposedly at ANC members in their homes with knives, spears, and sticks. I have on the line uh, a chairperson of the Swanville Massacre Committee, uh, Ms. Lynn. And some Sambo Lau joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Mama, and thank you very much for joining us. Morning. Mama, you know, this uh, story of Swaneville, I don't know, as I said, it happened in 1991, even before um, the Wipatong massacre. Why is it that uh, not much is known about it? Why is it that this one, this one particular massacre, did not actually get the kind of attention and publicity um, that one, you know, saw, for example, with the the Mbuipato massacre? Mm, I don't know why we didn't, didn't recognize, mm. but what I know, the elders on that time after that massacre, the the elders, they are too scared to to come out with this. And they didn't know where we have to go mm. to report this case. Mm. So that's why it takes this, this long time. Tell me about life in Swanaville since then. I mean, we are, how many, it's nearly 30 years later um, since the Swanaville ma- massacre uh, uh, happened. How has life changed in that community? I know that a lot of people left the community in fear. Um, after that horrible uh, massacre? Mm, I, I can say since since 1991 until then, the life of Sonaville is not that much improvement. And there's uh, so many elders, they're still scared. So many children, they left the, 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 their parents on that time. Mm. Uh, they, don't, they don't have education. They didn't go to school well. Even now we don't we we are not coping well because we're still scared because we didn't get a counselling. Mm. Since all that happening, we just left like that. Then each and everybody you're gonna say what you can do, and some other they are not well because some other they injured on that day. Mm. They are still living with that thing until today. 
And what about government support or reparations? Because, you know, after the, the we had the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, which Mama's uh, Lillian, I'm sure you remember, that where there were promises that, uh, you know, some monies would be paid to the families uh, of those people who died in that massacre. What has happened when, in a, with that? Do you know of anything that has actually come of that? Yeah, few, 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 few victims, they get that money, but it was a small money on mm. that time. Mm. They say they only recognize only nine people on top of 690s home. What about other people? Because they didn't die on that day, all of them. Mm. They say they record only nine people, they get 30,000 each person. So how can 30,000 can raise an orphan? children mm. where their parents they lose parents on that day mm. you can't get you can't send children to school with the 30,000 you can't buy food with 30,000 you can't build a house with 30,000 mm. and any contact from government as well or communication from government to say what will be done for these families we tried since last year we didn't get answered then yesterday we went to Department of Justice to surrender a memorandum mm. We were we we were want to to surrender this memorandum to Mr. Ronald Lamola, but in bed like we didn't find him. But there is a person who came out and take that memorandum. So yesterday, so yeah. we give them 14 days to give us an answer to. So we want to spoke we, we want to speak with Ronald Lamola face yeah. to face. Okay, yeah. Mama Lillian, we'll keep watching this story and we'll want to. We will also follow up with the Department of Justice to hear what they have to say in response. But thank you for coming on to talk to us. Okay, thank you. That is uh, William uh, Lillian Sambula, chairperson of the Swanville Massacre Committee. You've been listening to a Power ninety eight point seven podcast. For more podcasts, visit power nine eight seven dot co dot za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.